baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Clouds have been getting people down, so we do. We are in need of this midweek motivation. And who better than a guy who is known as Mr. Minnesota Hockey for 60 years, the voice of the boys' high school hockey tournaments. Yesterday, Lou Nanny announced this tournament coming up in March is going to be his last. And Lou Nanny now joins us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. What an honor to have you on this show. Thank you so much for joining us. First of all, Lou, congratulations to you. Uh, so many people have so many memories of you and your uh, analyst role on the high school boys hockey tournament. Tell us a little bit about what made you come to this decision. Well, Benita, I, uh, I started thinking about it last year. You know, I, I I wanted to do it right and at the right time, and I wanted to give the station notice so that they could go and plan for their future. And uh, 60 is a nice number, and it got to a point where I just felt that, uh, you know, I, I got to make the break sometime, and, and that's a nice round number after doing it for so long. I began, I began back in 1964, and I just thought that uh, I've had such a – great time doing it i enjoyed it so much and uh, and i i thought it was only re- responsible really to to make a decision to allow the station to go ahead and do what they're gonna have to do for the future because when, when you start getting to my age you don't know what could happen to you and you want to you want to make certain that you make a decision that's going to allow other people to make their decisions in good time Oh goodness! Well, what what have you? What has it been like for you to see the reaction? I, I just it was all over social media yesterday. All the media outlets had it. Uh, you are loved, and I and I know you get a sense of that. But uh, w- what was your reaction to some of uh, the responses you were getting to this? Well, <laughs> I was actually you know surprised and, and uh, thrilled. I I was. I was very, very surprised by the, the kind of uh, reaction that I, I've seen. And I, I saw some of it. I, I'm not on Facebook anymore because I got tired of getting hacked. But people have called me and told me about that as well. So I, I, I didn't know it would be, you know, taken that way. And I'm, I'm really pleased and thankful that uh, people were so kind to me. Okay, so when we look back on what you've done with this tournament since 1964, um, I'm gonna. I'm sure you've been asked this, but is there a highlight for you? Of course, covering the games that your son and grandsons have been involved in had to be pretty incredible. But is there are there one or two things that are high points for you? Things that you remember the most over those sixty uh, years? Yeah, well, the first thing, of course, is the, the game between uh, Duluth East and Apple Valley. It went five overtimes, and it, and it wasn't just the five overtimes because we had. Other games, not quite as long, but pretty close. But it was the way the game was played. The, the goaltenders put on a display that I don't know if it was ever matched in hockey I've seen because it seemed to me that we got the overtimes and both teams just for, forgot defense. And there were incredible opportunities for each team to score. 
through all five overtimes, and the goaltenders just just didn't let it happen. And we went on till early in the morning, and to see a team like Apple Valley won that game, and Duluth East could have just as easily won. But to win that game after playing so long and then come back the next day and play so well and win the state tournament was really something I'm not going to forget because those kids, the kind of energy they had the next night after giving everything they did the night before was incredible. And, uh, you know, there there were times that the, uh, the Centennial goaltenders get three shutouts in a row to win the state tournament. I, I never saw that before. And Case PR got a hat-trick in every game. They, that was unusual. I, there, there were a lot of individual performances that were superb. I mean, the way Ryan McDonough played for Creighton and Paul Martell, Elk River, and uh, Tim Shee. I remember going way back for International Falls was absolutely unbelievable. I, uh, the way Boucher played, the way uh, Housley played, the way the Broadens played. There were so many talented kids that have come through the tournament. And fortunately uh, for them and for hockey, their talent was so good that they were able to continue and do things like winning the gold medal for Broughton, Kristoff, Billy Baker, guys who played in the tournament like that, and and, uh, all the kids from Minnesota on that team that many of them had a chance to play in the tournament, plus the guys that played in the NHL and played so well afterwards. Uh, It's just a credit to what the high school league has done over the years in a way that products improved, you know, back when I started, it was like 12 minute periods and they play two lines, maybe two lines and three defensemen. And, and there were some great players, but they didn't have the kind of opposition that we see today where you got four lines, six defensemen and boy, all of them are good. They, They all can play. And the talent has just grown by leaps and bounds. And that's why Minnesota now, has so many kids playing in college hockey throughout the country and so many guys in the NHL. It, it's just unbelievable I'm here in, in the NHL from Minnesota now. That's exactly what I was going to ask you, the evolution of the game, what you've seen in those 60 years. It's great to get that perspective. It's coming up on 827. We're talking to Lou Nanny, who after 60 years says this uh, tournament coming up, Boys State High School Hockey Tournament in March, will be his last, uh, where he will be announcing. Got to ask you what that was like for you when you had the opportunity to be in the booth talking when uh, your grandson, Vinny Lettieri, uh, scored his goal, first one for the Wild. That had to be an incredible feeling, and you've had those moments with your son and grandsons. Yeah, that's living the dream, you know. I, uh, Vinny, I didn't get to broadcast any games of him in the state tournament because his team didn't make the state tournament, so I was I was really thankful that I got the chance to do that with him playing with the Wild. That's unbelievable, because I did get the chance. My Our son Marty scored the winning goal in the championship game, and then uh, his two sons, Louie and Tyler, both uh, won championships uh, in the state tournament. I got the broadcast. And then having Vinny do that with the Wild, I said, you know, Vinita, I've had the good fortune. I broadcast the finals for the Stanley Cup in Canada, Hockey Night in Canada. I did it for uh, CBS in, in the U.S. I did the ESPN when they started hockey. I was their first broadcaster. I did the five-overtime game that Bowling Green beat Duluth in. I, I've done the Olympics from Sarajevo, but I said, of all the games I've done, none of them were as tough as when I had to do games with my son or grandson doing it. 
because it, it's really tough for two things. One, to keep focus on the game because you're always, you know, if you're grandson behind the play or something, you're wondering what he's doing. You can't do that. <laughs> and secondly, uh, you know, you want to be neutral and, and stay as a professional broadcaster and just call a game. But your insides are churning like you can't believe. So it's it's really really tough and 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 enjoyable at the same time. I just love it. Love getting that perspective. I could talk to you for hours. So many questions for you. We have to go. But I I just want to say thank you. You are a class act. People know that. When I first took over this job two years ago, you sent me a message. It meant so much to me. And I just I want to say thank you so much. Good luck to you. And we look forward to hearing uh, your last tournament that you'll be covering this upcoming March. Well, thanks so much, Vanita. Great to hear you and great to see you doing so well. Thank you so much. Good luck. Thank you. Lou Nanny. So fun to talk to him. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.